start minis. This is. Well, I think you just did. Uh, Hi, guys. It's Afternoonified. I'm Sarah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I started the mini. Took a really big drink of seltzer right before we started. I'm offended. You should be. That was awful. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. No, I mean, sorry. it would have been so easy because I was talking over you. You could have just muted yourself. But I mean, this is not uh, that. <laughs> that's not how we produce our podcast clearly that's a different thing what's this mini about um have you ever heard of skeleton lake no neither had i before last month and that's why we're going to talk about it today um before i start i'm getting a lot of this um from articles in the atlantic and the daily beast um in the atlantic it was the mystery of skeleton lake gets deeper which is a nice honey title wow um and the daily beast one is called india's mysterious skeleton lake uh is this a lake full of skeletons a lake for skeletons i mean both uh this was in the news back in august which is how it got on my radar i never heard about it before and it's wild well it's what i think is wild and i'm a nerd anyway please consider your audience <laughs> uh so the lake is called rupkund I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Say it like you think you know how to pronounce it. Rupkund, uh, more ominous, ominously known as Skeleton Lake, is a high-altitude glacial lake in the Uttarakhand state, Ut- no, Uttarakhand state of India, near the border of Nepal. And I really hope you're going to go back and edit that so I sound like a smart person. I will do my best. <laughs> Uh, so the lake is about two meters deep, and it's located high up in the Him- Himalayas at an altitude of 16,470 feet. I did not convert that to metric. Look it up. It's a lot. It's very, very high up. Everest is at like 28,000, so. Well, shit. It's up there. Uh, so it, while it's a popular hiking destination, the area around the lake is uninhabited and only accessible by a five-day ascending hike. Uh, so it's extra weird then that the whole place is just lousy with human skeletons. Is it? Bones are scattered around the edge of the lake, visible in the clear, shallow water during a one-month period when the ice melts. Uh, in preserve, the bodies are, of course, preserved by the freezing cold lake. It's more preserved corpses because that's what this podcast is about. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the skeletons have bits of hair and flesh, along with clothing and jewelry. I, ass- I assume you're going to tell me if they're like known missing persons or not. Uh, we'll get into it. <laughs> I I was also very confused. I'm like, so there's just skeleton, and that's that's the thing is, how do these skeletons get here? We'll talk about it. Uh, so far, not a single intact skeletons have been found. Uh, but they're estimating um, remains of more than 300 people have been found. They estimate there could be as many as 500. Jesus, lots of skeletons. Uh, and they actually date back, reports of these skeletons date back to the mid 19th century, uh, and they were rediscovered in 1942. When a forest ranger stumbled upon the skeletons. Hopefully not like <laughs> literally stumbled on them. I mean, that's exactly what I'm picturing, and I'm pretty sure it's also <laughs> accurate. Uh, so at the time, British authorities thought they might be um, casualties of a hidden Japanese invasion force. Uh, but they were way too old to be Japanese soldiers. Uh other theories have posited have been posited that they're the result of a battle, of a landslide, um, like an epidemic, or like a ritual suicide. Oh. They could also be the remains of the Kashmir warrior Zagawar Singh and his army, who were lost returning from Tibet. 
So these are very old skeletons. Very old skeletons. Okay. Uh, so in 2004, actually, National Geographic commissioned a new study of the bones, and that included DNA testing. Uh, the bones, according to this analysis, belonged to two separate groups traveling together, many of whom were killed by large blows to their head and shoulders somewhere around the 9th century. Very old okay. skeletons. Okay. That somehow makes more sense. Based on this evidence, the scientists um, for that study concluded that the two groups were likely a party of pilgrims accompanied by like porters hired to carry all their luggage and that they had, devi- that they had died in a severe hailstorm. Oh, my God. And, like, a really bad fucking hailstorm. <laughs> like, they estimated. Yeah, I would imagine a hailstorm hail that could kill you to be a very bad hailstorm. Yeah, they es- well, it's the Himalayas. <laughs> they estimated the ice balls to be up to nine inches in diameter. Very cool Christ. way to die. God damn. Just a nine-inch hunk of ice clobbering you so in the it- skull. I don't know. I don't know how weather works. That's another episode. Um, But... <laughs> Hail at that high of an altitude? Wouldn't it just fucking snow? I don't know how weather works. I don't know why you're asking me. I don't know either. You know, I have a friend from high school who's a weatherman now. You should ask him. (laughs) Hey, Matt, I haven't talked to you in 10 years, (laughs) but how does hail work? Um, So it turns out this um, analysis is actually pretty close to the oldest legend about the lake. So according to the locals, the skeletons are what's left of a pilgrimage undertaken by... Here we go. King Jizdava, his princess wife, and their accompanying entourage um, as they were going to honor the goddess Nandi Devi. That was a weird sequel, The Princess Wife. Straight to DVD. (laughs) All the best ones are. Mm, Yes. Uh, So the party, which must have been wild, (laughs) managed (laughs) to incur the wrath of their deity by dancing and playing music on the sacred ground. And she sent a deadly hailstorm that killed the king, his wife, and everybody traveling with him, resulting in the skeletons of Rukun Lake. Yeah, I mean, partying. Asked and answered, right? God. Uh, So there is, um, it's called the Nanda Devi Rajjat. Um, It's a famous pilgrimage and festival celebrated every 12 years. And it's still held to this day in the Uttarakhand state. Uh, so it starts in a village near the city of Karnaprayag and ends at Rukund. I, I'm i just spitballing on those pronunciations. If I'm doing them wrong, please correct me. <laughs> Politely. Yeah, I'm trying my best. Uh, so more recently, as recently as this August, actually, a new study was published in the journal Nature Communications, uh, which must be just... Super exciting. Super exciting. Um, In which an international team of more than two dozen archaeologists, geneticists, and other specialists dated and analyzed the remains of 37 individuals found at the lake. Uh, So while they confirmed that the majority died over a thousand years ago, the story of how and why might be a little more complicated than we originally thought. Uh, For starters, (laughs) they don't believe they all died simultaneously. Oh, God. Um, A few died much more recently, probably even as late as the early 1800s. Um, but there's also, I think I read something about how, like, carbon dating to, like, that recent of a time period is also mm-hmm. a little iffy. So that yeah. is disputed. But that's what these smart people found. <laughs> um, the deceased might not even be a native to South Asia. They actually found that their genetic genetic makeup is more typical of Mediterranean heritage. heritage. So, like... Italy and Greece and stuff? Yeah. Uh, Apparently, this isn't totally crazy. Uh, According to these articles I read, there was a Hellenic kingdom in the Indian subcontinent for over 200 years, beginning in like 180 BC. So it's not some... Yeah. Today I learned. (laughs) It's not some huge revelation that they were like people of Mediterranean descent, essentially, in this region. Yeah. Uh, But it also, it doesn't explain how... 
a bunch of dead people ended up at this lake. <laughs> I don't know. It it's weird. I my brain is not processing it properly. No, it took a lot of reading before I like that's a lot of bodies, a lot of really old bodies. And are there the skeletons still just there? Yeah. Why haven't they um, moved them? Well, <laughs> well, it's sixteen thousand feet up for one thing. Um, you gotta like hike to get there and hike to get out. If um, we can get a body off of Everest, we can get a body. I mean, out of the we lake. can barely get bodies off of Everest. This a is... subject of a future episode, by the way, um, or maybe a past episode by the time this goes up. But if I mean, as long as you promise you will address the fact that there is a mummy on Everest with his whole butt out. Oh, I plan to. Don't okay. worry about it. I know he's dead and it's very sad, but his whole butt. His whole butt. Well, no, it's actually decomposed a little bit. So it's like part of the butt. Part of the butt. Not the point. Different dead bodies. My apologies to George Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so exacerbating like the problem, making this more confusing, Rupkund is hardly a pristine archaeological site. Uh, the Atlantic described it as quote, problematic, and quote, extremely disturbed, Did much like myself. Did it make some racist jokes one time, and that's why it's problematic? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so while some of the remains may have been displaced by, like, landslides, the lake is pretty famous for being full of skeletons. Well, so hikers, like, come up through, and they pick through the remains. They take some bones, might pocket some artifacts. Every time someone says that true crime and such is a morbid thing and it's like disrespectful to the dead and stuff. I have to remind them that people have been doing this shit for so long. Literally millennia. <laughs> it's not just like women in their 20s now. We yeah. didn't start it. No, we just are always on top of what's cool. Well, the teens are. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're cool. No. <laughs> we do a podcast. <laughs> That's the exact opposite of cool. Yeah. Um, also complicating matters is the fact that the lake, unlike most archaeological sites, can't really be studied within a specific cultural context the way you can like a battlefield or a religious site. So there's like, it's literally just a bunch of bodies. You have no idea. Weren't some of them like not fully decomposed? I mean, I, I got the impression they said some of them are preserved, but I feel like as old as they were. Even, like, with the cold, they were still mostly skeletons. Like, it was probably, like, bits of skin. Okay. Rather than, like, bog body type. So they can't really place them in a certain, like, people in the area if they were locals. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, so it's still a mystery. Uh, the geneticists and archaeolog archaeologists involved in this most recent study tend to believe that the bodies weren't placed there intentionally. That, like, either they're travelers who got stuck um, near the lake during bad weather or even, like, the remains just gradually fell into the lake during landslides. Oh, yeah. So, And I think it's just the idea that they kind of accumulate over the years. Like, it's in a valley and everything kind of goes just down. slides down. Yeah. No, that yeah. makes sense. It's kind of like how those feet keep washing up in, in Washington. Yeah. Like, it's just that's, where shit ends up. That's where the tides go. Yeah. Um, not everyone is in agreement. Um, the Atlantic cited Kathleen Morrison. She's chair of anthropology at the University of Pennsylvania. She wasn't involved in the study, but she sounds like a smart person regardless just given her title, <laughs> I'm assuming. Uh, she suspects the remains were placed in the lake by locals. She says, when you see a lot of human skeletons, usually it's a graveyard. Okay, yeah. So, who knows? That's all I've got. That's the mystery of Skeleton Lake. Well, learned a lot, solved nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. And also the definition of a, a mystery, so. I mean, more or less. Man, I would say that would be a good... Uh... 
Halloween episode, but this is definitely airing in December. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We are so this I think this is actually the last episode scheduled to go up before Christmas, assuming we stick to the schedule I have plotted out in the calendar. So Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, enjoy some skeletons. Goodbye. Goodbye. We love you. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.